here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hey, this is the king of the mountain, Jeff Jarrett, the president and founder of Global Force Wrestling, and you're listening to Shake Them Ropes. Robin McCarron. Why not bring Virgil back? He's in the game. Cross-promotion. Bring him back. Jeff Hawkins. We have more stories for Virgil than we have half of our mid-card. You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know with your explanation how they can't bring him back at this point. This year is coming up, Virgil. He needs the money. Hello and welcome everybody. Rob McCarran here alongside via the internet Jeff Hawkins for Shake Them Ropes episode number 62, our live post-Royal Rumble reaction show. And boy, Jeff, there is a lot to react to. <laughs> Go on. I'm just, hey, there's a lot There's a lot going on. I, w- initial uh, reactions we'll get here. If you are listening live at shakethemropes.com, we are doing this live. The regular podcast will be available for download immediately afterwards. You can give us a call, 260-494-3811, or on Skype. The username is Let's Say Things, all one word, L-A-T-S-S-A-Y-T-H-I-N-G-S. You can tweet at us at shakethemropes, but we are taking your thoughts live here on the air. Shake Them Ropes, number 62, talking to Royal Rumble. Jeff, your initial reactions, we'll get detailed into this thing, but your initial reactions coming out of the Royal Rumble. Vince McMahon's out of touch, and they planned this show poorly because that triple threat should have gone on last. That's my initial thought. Yeah, I mean, I it's amazing because plenty of people on Twitter are calling this company tone deaf. First of all, they did it two years in a row. They did it to the crowd two years in a row. Didn't give them the Daniel Bryan win. Didn't give them a strong Daniel Bryan presence at all. And this crowd, as soon as Daniel Bryan left the Royal Rumble match, was just downhill from there, not giving anything a shot. And this company actually thought with last year, last year, just around the corner, on their mind, these guys thought that Roman Reigns, especially with The Rock out there, was going to get a massive positive reaction. And boy, did that never come. Rob, they listen to the fans, though. And then they mm-hmm. give them a big middle finger. <laughs> Look at us. It's, oh. it's quite amazing. Oh. Oh. It, it's not only amazing, but the booking of the Rumble was just so... How does this make Roman Reigns a star even? Even if you're going to go with your plan. It, it's, it's, it's the worst way... Rock comes out and says, that's gonna that's gonna make him a big guy. Yeah. We're hitting he hands and then and then Rusev come back in and you throw that dude. 
Just him look like a bitch. You're so mad that he you're going. Look- you're you're so mad that you're going super digitally sounding there on the uh, Skype network. So this is already oh, a I? good I'm already sorry. a good sign as I try to turn I'm- everything that uses internet off in my house except for this stuff to work, <laughs> which we've had such good luck for. Please make it happen. But yeah, this this tone deaf company for the second year in a row. Just didn't give them anything close to what they wanted. Force fed another guy down our throats. It's not so much because, again, this isn't Roman Reigns' fault. This isn't Roman Reigns' fault. They're they're actively going against another person being shoved down our throats instead of the guys that they want to be pushed. Boy, they miscalculated that shield spot, didn't they? With the the, 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 the sham between... Uh, Kane and Bishop versus Ambrose and Reigns. There was no reaction there. They were looking for that. They had planned that. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, yeah. The, the whole the authority comes out afterwards. So I guess it's going to be the authority versus Roman Reigns because, you know, yeah. Daniel Bryan, that was that was just the that was just the pre pregame. This is this is a real guy we're going to get behind Not that B plus moron. So what, what I'm going to try here, Jeff, because you're breaking up like crazy, is we're going to end your call and start it over again. And hopefully that helps things. Do you and want me to stop recording video? Because that might be it, too. Is that what you think? Yeah, go ahead and stop doing that. We don't need to worry about this stupid video. We'll try it without that video. Well, well hold on. Let me, let me stop it and then we'll test it. I think it's probably Internet related, but what are you going to do? But yeah, this this pay-per-view, I and mean, that's what people are going to talk about. There's certainly plenty of different things that people can talk about coming out of the show. But boy, they really tried to use The Rock as the savior for Roman Reigns. Like, we think Roman Reigns may not get the best reaction, but we're going to send The Rock out there to save him. Yeah. And they sent The Rock out. It didn't work. How am I sounding now, by the way? Am I good? Oh, much better. It's probably the video then. All right. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Way, way, to, way to cut the balls off of a guy. You bring, you bring back an alumni to... Yeah. To or alumnus, sorry for the Latin scholars out there. No, sure. Uh, it's, it's just, I just, it's, it's, it's TNA WCW thinking. We'll put him in the ring with a guy, and that'll make him right. Nah, just make him look strong. That that's the way to do it. Well, uh, here's the thing: they made Roman Reigns look strong. It's just, it's not the time right now. Like Batista last year. Again, this is a company that didn't learn from last year at all, or didn't want to learn. And now the question coming out to me is. In 2015 or 2016, will they learn from this year? Will they learn from last year and go with the hot act instead of the guy that they think should be in there? Because no. they sent Roman Reigns out there to be strong, and it just it didn't work, Jeff. <laughs> That's an understatement, and I, I think I think they're going to, uh, you know, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna um, they're gonna go, they're gonna double down on this. They're gonna say screw that. We 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 went against our instincts last year. We're going full bore this time because we need stars. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're deviating from the system this time. I don't think that's gonna be a, a situation where Brian's gonna somehow work his way into this mania and make it another triple threat. Uh, we do have a call on the uh, line here here on Shake Them Ropes number sixty two talking about the Royal Rumble. Caller, your name and where are you calling from? Hey guys, it's David Dixon Span from WrestlingObserver dot com. Bix is here. Bix is here. Bix Yay. is here to yell at people for the Royal Rumble. Good. Go ahead. Bix, Go what, ahead, what are your dude. thoughts coming out of this Royal Rumble? Where, I mean, we're, we're talking about the big Ascension no, uh, New Age Outlaws match, of course. And what, what, are your major, <laughs> what are your major talking points about this match? <laughs> um, there are other matches. 
there there were <laughs> yeah your your overall thoughts because of course the show ended with the royal rumble match and we all know who won roman reigns is your winner of the royal rumble match the crowd died about halfway through uh your overall thoughts coming out of this what what were you initially thinking as daniel bryan came in so early and and then when he left so uh, abruptly I thought they were going to do the marathon thing. Well, when he left it, when he came in earlier, I thought he was just, they were just going to do the marathon thing with him. When he went on early, I was pretty sure it was for real, but I held out a little hope that he might come back as the bunny or something. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We could get a bunny Daniel Bryan. That would be perfect. Hey, the spot's open now. Spot is open. What about, okay. So we have Daniel Bryan leave this match. Now we got to talk about, we might as well just talk about Daniel Bryan and maybe the direction into mania before we get in the rest of this card. Daniel Bryan was eliminated by Bray Wyatt. Now Bray Wyatt had the strong run this year. It was the run that Roman Reigns had last year. Mm-hmm. Any tease there? If Undertaker's not coming back, is this your tease for Bryan's mania match wrestling Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania? Uh, I don't think so. I think they would have played it up more. Huh? Yeah, because I, I read strong I tease that into is. that one. I, I, I think it's a strong tease. But you know, so. but you never know. Um, so, David, your big impression here, we had Roman Reigns win, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, yeah, the crowd was not happy. But your overall thoughts on the pay-per-view as a whole, was the triple threat world title match enough to make you forget about the, you know, poor way the show ended? Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, th- I think the... if if. I don't know if my mic is picking up the uh, alert sound in Tweet Deck, but it's I, not. Okay, because I keep now it's just now over and over for the last five minutes been people either retweeting or favoriting where I said the amazing thing about WWE Network is that instead of paying fifty four ninety five for WWE to shit in your mouth, it's just yeah, I, they just keep they just keep doing it david before we let you go any any rage that you want to get off your chest before we uh before <laughs> we a- anything at all that you just want to say before we well, move on to our I, next well, call the, well i just want to ask did you guys see the uh post show i no, i watched why? the john cena interview briefly but i'm you know the post show we have our own to do and mine's going to be better so that's the way i was looking at but, it. Like, it it see it it, it Check, check, like, as soon as possible. I'm going to guess that they just put it online as is, but uh, Reigns could not cut his promo. He was stumbling great. all over his lines. Great. <laughs> cut his whole promo. That's what you want. Your big night with The Rock. Yeah, that's what you want is to be New able to trip period. over. Yeah. But, yeah, but no, the, my, my closing thought is I thought it was very, very bizarre that Reigns was just a guy for the whole match. He was not yeah. the focus of the match at all. Right. Yeah, it was, uh, it was one I of those weird. I don't what they're doing. They were almost hiding him in order to troll you a bit or in order to bait and switch you as if it's like, we're just going to beat this guy down. So he won't, he'll be away for a while. And we're going to cool him off. And now we're going to heat him up again when the host division is all in there. Right. And that they thought that they could get the crowd back. Right. Help <laughs> on the booking of the match that they thought they, they were like, Oh, they, they when thought, he eliminates yeah. Rusev, this is going to be the pop. And it's like, Oh, when the authority comes out and he points at the sign, this is when the fans are going to pop. It just, there were multiple times there. They figured if they didn't get him here, they would get him the next time. They would get him the next time, and it just didn't happen. But, David, I I appreciate uh, you calling in. You were the first call here on Shake Them Rope 62. Uh, (laughs) So I thank you so much, David, for uh, calling in and joining us tonight. My pleasure. Thanks, (laughs) sounds like it. That's not really the right word. It sounds like it. Guys, Curtis Axel's still alive. Curtis Axel's still in there. <laughs> um, we have a lot of people trying to call in, and I definitely appreciate it. If you can't get through right away, please wow. keep trying. We do have a lot. I want to go to our next caller, 478 area code, 478. 
where are you calling from? What's your name? Uh, this will be Zachary Tunney. Oh. <laughs> 478. Four, your name and where are you calling from? Uh, this will be Zachary Tunney. Hi, Zachary Tunney. How are, how are you tonight on this wonderful January 25th talking Royal Rumble? Super awesome. Um, that was really good booking tonight, wasn't it, guys? It was absolutely fantastic. What was your favorite booking moment of this Royal Rumble oh, night? Gosh. Oh, gosh. How well everything was put together. How the heat was put so well on Roman Reigns tonight. Like, we, they killed it tonight. Like, where's Pat Patterson? Can we not get him back? <laughs> Too busy hanging out with Sami Zayn in NXT. He's eating Clearly. cake. Clearly. I'm drunk and I'm disappointed. Think about that. <laughs> I hope Jeff's drunk. I hope Jeff is drunk right now. I drove him home. And I honestly would have rather gotten a DUI tonight. Wow. That is how bad that was. And I'm an apologist. I'm an apologist. Yeah. Think about yes. that. This was awful. I'm calling into a wrestling podcast right now. That's how angry I am. He, he is sounding off, drunk, in the middle of the road in a snowstorm, wherever he is. I wish it's I was raining, video- uh, raining cats. Right. I uh, wish I was videotaping myself right now. <laughs> Zach, Zachary Tunney, I appreciate you calling in tonight, and uh, good luck next fantasy football season. Thanks, Zach. Six one seven six one seven area code. Would have rather gotten a DUI. He would have rather gotten a DUI. Six one seven. We appreciate you hanging on the line here. Your thoughts on the Royal Rumble? Your name and where you're calling from? Oh, this is Brian calling from Roslindale, Mass. Uh, how are you guys holding up? Oh, we're fine. <laughs> I I like the show. We haven't even gotten into that part yet. I like the show. Oh, oh no, see, that's the thing. Overall, I also like the show. Yeah. Um, I found I thought I would love it because I don't really pay attention to singles wrestling these days. Mm-hmm. So the main event scene in WWE, I figured, wouldn't really affect me no matter what the outcome was tonight but the actual booking did end up bothering me regardless which i found very strange um i felt i had to actually cleanse my palate a bit and as a result i'm actually watching a noah match right now oh, nice. okay. to, uh, yes uh for anyone who might be interested who's listening right now and who may or may not be uh <laughs> in a uh, great state of mind uh this is december 10th this from last december 10th uh, this is Hajime Ohara and Keno versus Taiji Ishimori and Atushi Kotoge for yeah. the GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Naturally. You know, something, yep. a bit, nothing, something a little bit more palatable in case someone, uh, folks are more bothered than I ended up being. Hold on, so, hold on, so, Jeff. Okay, I have a very ahead. big question here. Right. Who won that match? Do you know? Have you gotten there oh, yet? I'm not gonna spoil. Oh, I I know the result. I can spoil it. Oh, no. Give people a chance to sign out. Okay. So let me ask you this: Daniel Bryan didn't win that match, did he? Oh no. So should we hate oh, it? Oh no. <laughs> should we hate that match because Daniel Bryan didn't win? No, not really. That's right. That's right. Don't hate on the Royal. Uh, I the Royal Rumble is a weird match to be an apologist for this year's yeah. Royal Rumble because yeah, it wasn't booked that great no matter who you had winning. Um, <laughs> Brian, I, I wish you the best of, uh, Hold on, I have, I have a go, question. Oh, ahead, he Jeff. says he doesn't like singles wrestling. Is that, are go you ahead. mostly a tag team aficionado then? 
pretty much uh, exclusively a tag team aficionado, actually. Okay. Oh, so that's so why we love the show. Easter card. <laughs> so, oh, no, see, uh, that's the thing. I was very excited for this card because the undercard got stacked to that degree. Granted, right. it probably was not made for my very specific taste, and it was yeah. done at the last minute. But I ended up enjoying the show up to that point because of I hear it. you. I hear you. I, I'm a I'm a tag team guy too. But man, that triple threat was great. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, the rumble, the rumble brings me down a little bit. But man, I loved that triple threat match. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually fun. Uh, very lot. But pretty, I mean, I'm actually kind of a mark for multi man clusterfucks and battle royals as well. <laughs> so in a way, this show was damn near perfectly designed for me. And if it wasn't for the end result, I probably would have given this whole show up. Mm. Nine out of ten. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll leave you guys to get uh, assaulted by a whole bunch of more callers, hopefully. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> uh, and I uh, hope to speak with you guys again on the board. All right. Sound- sounds great. Sounds great, Brian. Thank you so much for calling in. <laughs> what is going on tonight? We, uh, yeah, we, we have some drunk callers, which is great. We have some people who are tag team aficionados, but hated the end result. Yeah. Um, we have we have another caller on the line, Warren, who's been trying to get in for a while. Warren from Voices of Wrestling, your overall thoughts on the Royal Rumble 2015. No, it's going to be a sad night when I'm probably the sanest caller. You guys are going to get it. <laughs> I like the insane calls. I appreciate them because I'm about yeah, to make everyone I'm- insane after I start talking about this Rumble in a minute. Uh oh! I can believe that. You know, to be honest with you guys, I thought it was a two-match show, three-way yeah. delivery. And I'll be honest, I thought the first twenty-five, however long, probably about numbers one through fourteen, I thought it was a fun run. You know, mm-hmm. you had some nostalgia spots which had been lacking a couple of years. You know, as soon as Bray Wyatt beer gutted Brian out of the ring, that pretty much killed the entire match for a lot of people. No, it, I mean it really did, and it did for me too. I mean, it really did the Brian air out of the stream because when you have a hot crowd, that's always the best thing you can do. And when Brian leaves the Rumble match, all I'm thinking is, okay, how is this crowd going to react based on last year, of course, which is not good. I shouldn't be paying attention to the crowd reactions over the match. But this crowd just never gave it a shot from that moment on. They never gave it a single shot. You know what the irony here is, is that Vince McMahon had a plan and this audience had a plan and neither of them were going to budge either way. Yeah. Um, Warren, any final thoughts before we uh, have to get, we have so many people calling. I'm actually surprised and a bit humbled. We have so many people calling in. I appreciate it greatly. If you can't get on the line right now, please keep trying as we'll take calls throughout the show. But Warren, any final thoughts on the rumble this year? You know, I summed it up in two lines and I read you for the <laughs> This Royal Rumble this is the second time in two years they've alienated their audience this year. If they ain't changing the main event, get ready for a joyless ride the same friend, folks. All right, Warren Taylor's hot take on the uh, 2015 Royal Rumble. They're not changing the main event, and I agree with that. Uh, We have 301 area code on the line. Your name and where you're calling from. Guys, please wake me the fuck up and tell me that didn't happen. (laughs) Please please, please tell me that for for some reason the Rumble is going to be on Monday night next Sunday night. Uh, What the hell was that? Oh Guys, my God. We, knew this, we knew this was the plan. That's the thing. We knew this was the plan hey. going in. <laughs> Plans change. You never know. Okay. I think if for those who listened to STR 61 with Todd Martin on Tuesday, we were talking about should they do a litmus test 
with the uh, with Reigns and Brian. Yeah. Before the Royal Rumble to see, okay, how is this crowd going to respond to Roman Reigns? I call. Yes. That was your call. That's right. And guys, I don't I don't have as much of a problem with Brian not winning as opposed to how they went about it. I do not get from my life. I don't understand. Right. No, it it's one of those weird things we're not going to understand. And especially because it's not going to change. It, we're just not going to understand. 301, I want to thank you so much for uh, for calling. Any final thoughts on the 2015 Royal Rumble? What was your favorite match in the show, as if I have to even guess? Uh, triple threat, triple threat. Yeah. That, that, that triple threat was yeah. wonderful. That, triple that, might threat. Be, that might be the WWE match of the year. I'm going out on a limb this early and saying that. This has been some hell but, of a uh, January. I, I appreciate it, and thank you very much, guys. Thank you, no 301. Thank have, you a, have a great night. We uh, we got another call from 317. I recognize that area code. We'll Uh-oh. see if I recognize the caller. Probably not. But caller, your name, and where are you calling from? You might recognize me. Yes. I'm Taylor Mitchell of Voices of Wrestling. Yep, Taylor Hi, Mitchell. Taylor. Calling from the good old Indiana here. Taylor, your thoughts on the uh, Royal <laughs> Rumble. Specifically, you know what? Because we've gotten the overall thoughts on the Royal Rumble. I want to ask you specifically. The Ascension, good or bad? I oh, want to ask ahead. you about the Ascension match. Oh, really? I do. Because we okay. haven't had anyone call in about the Ascension. The Ascension's been this hot topic. Maybe it's because I talk about it and no one else does. Mm. I, before I ask you about your thoughts on the show, the Ascension New Age Outlaws, was it the result you expected? What did you think about the Ascension's portrayal tonight? I don't know. I mean, I, Joe Williams has talked a lot about how they're kind of self-unaware posers or whatever. I thought that was a little bit too smart for the WWE's taste in a creative mm-hmm. I, I didn't think they're smart enough to pull off that kind of uh humor if you will right um i mean i like the idea of a demolition legion of doom throwback team i think devastation corporation and jacquard does a great job of that but these guys i mean billy gunn dwarfed these guys in the ring like billy gunn was bigger than these guys but they're trying to sell them as these big men powerful team and it's just not working right it's not working, and and I think because Joe Lanza, if you listen to the Voices of Wrestling podcast, his whole theory about this that was picking up steam because it looked somewhat likely was that the Ascension were unaware, self-unaware posers, that they thought they were this big deal and everyone really around them knew what the story was. They knew what the Ascension really was. They were geeks. They were posers out there to just get jobbed out by these better teams. But after tonight, you had the alteration to their eye gimmick where the eye makeup is a little bit lar- you know, larger now so as not to look, I don't know, you know, effeminate, if you will. You yeah, had- actually, that's exactly what my thought was, was that this looks a little bit more masculine than the right, curly just, cue they used to have. Yeah, it's eye black all the way around. And you had JBL putting them over at the end of this match. This team is supposed to be a big deal. And I tell you what else, after tonight, if you also listen to the Todd Martin show, I made a little prediction for WrestleMania regarding the Ascension. And it's not looking out of the realm of possibility right now. And that was the Dudley Boys versus the Ascension at WrestleMania. We had the return of Bubba Ray Dudley tonight in the Royal Rumble. Thoughts on the Bubba Ray Dudley return, guys? I'll, I'll start with you, caller. Your thoughts on Bubba Ray Dudley coming back, of all people? I, I was kind of disappointed that he wasn't Bully Ray. Um, I think with him throwing, him wearing the throwback gear and being Bubba Ray, it seemed like a kind of a one-off. If yeah. anything, maybe yeah. maybe a new age outlaws type deal where he, he, the Dudleys do a couple matches here and there. But I was really disappointed. I, I, we're kind of intrigued by a Bully Ray WWE run. 
Final thoughts on the uh, the Rumble tonight, the 2015 version. Was it better than last year? All Everything else aside, did you enjoy this Rumble better than last year, despite both having similar finishes? Is that a joke? Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You this tell was... me. Which one was better? <laughs> both ended flat because of the winner of the Rumble match. Which one was better? Last year, we had Brock Lesnar completely destroying uh, the big show. What else did we have last year? We had John Cena and Randy Orton, right? Honestly, is there one match on last year's show that you liked better? I, did you like the Daniel Bryan Bray Wyatt match that much better than the Triple Threat this match this year? I'm I'm curiously asking. I'll ask both of you. Well, I guess if you put it that way, they are pretty similar. But I just wanted to say I, I did the review for Voices of Wrestling. Uh, Rich had it posted like immediately afterwards. This was the worst Rumble match I've ever seen in my life. Wow! I've been a fan of WWE. Wow for over 25 years, and this was awful. I was beyond pissed off. I, Of course, you know, I'm a big Dean O'Brien, Mark, but I don't think that's the reason why I'm so pissed. Like, him, him being eliminated was anticlimactic. It was flat. It was, it was stupid. I mean, I guess if you're going to put Reigns over, you don't want Dean O'Brien there towards the end because, obviously, then Reigns is going to get more heat. But the fact that the end of the match with Reigns, Kane, and Big Show, and I'm, I'm sorry if I'm repeating anything anybody else has said because I wasn't watching live or listening live, but to finish with those three was completely idiotic. Kane and Big Show are so past their prime, it's not even funny. They get no heat whatsoever. Reigns was getting booed out of the building, and then he, he eliminates those two, and, and, and it was, the elimination was slow and awkward, and then it got really awkward in the in the ring afterwards when they're all booing him. Mm-hmm. He's trying to pose like he's, you know, at least Batista ate it up last last year and was like kind of flipping off fans and kind of healing himself up. But then the Rock comes out, gets a pop, of course. So they try to send the Rock out to save Reigns, and then and then they still boo Reigns. Yeah. The Rock, who I don't like, the Rock. I've never been a fan of the Rock. He's one of my least favorite wrestlers of all time. But they send him out, who always gets a huge pop, always gets a big reaction. And he, he still can't save him. Reigns is still getting booed out of the building. What do you guys think Vince McMahon was thinking backstage hearing these fans do? That the Rock's, Rock's going to make him a star? Yep. Yep, that the Rock's going to come out. Everyone's going to cheer. They're going to cheer Roman by association because they're teaming right. up on the bad guys. And they'll turn the crowd. And this crowd. Well, first of all, I don't even think they were thinking that they had to turn the crowd. That's the issue here with the Rock. I don't think they specifically sent the Rock out there to save anyone. I think they sent him out there to give the rub. I don't think they expected Roman Reigns to be booed at the end of the match eliminating Rusev. Because I you think... don't do that finish if you well, think me... the guy's getting booed. Well, no, but they thought it might happen, so The Rock right. was a fail-safe. The Rock is a guy that no crowd's going to boo. Hey, they booed him tonight. Mm. Philadelphia was, booed the, the Rock tonight. The, the Rusev elevation at the end was like a total troll move, I felt like. It yeah. Was like teasing us at that point. I don't know. The, but what do you think Vince was thinking when, when The Rock was parading Reigns around the ring holding his arm up, and every time he raised his arm, the fans were booing? The Rock's like, giving him this look like, because you don't, th- I mean, The Rock doesn't watch the television. He doesn't know. Vince right. is telling him, yeah, we're going to come, get, you know, you're going to give the rub to this Roman guy. He's our next big thing. The Rock's thinking, okay, this is a major superstar. I'm going to endorse here. He goes in the ring. He's raising his hand. He's giving the crowd funny looks because he knows he's getting booed. And Roman Reigns is getting booed. And he's giving this crowd this look like, what's going on here? I thought, I was told I was coming in here to endorse a superstar. Actually, I have two other thoughts. I think one, he whispered to Roman, don't worry about it, kid. <laughs> when when they did that, but I also I think they're sowing the seeds for a two match set between Triple H and The Rock at WrestleManias. 
Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about some of these outcomes. I want to thank you so much for uh, for calling in today uh, to the show and and working on the review there at VoicesOfWrestling.com. Uh, it, it was it was a fun show. Uh, thank you so much, Taylor, for uh, for calling in. Thank you, Taylor. No problem. Thank you. All righty. Yeah, I need to, I need to talk about this ascension match. Go for it because I didn't get a chance to go in. Um, it was the second worst way you could have booked the match, the distraction tag or the, the blind tag going in. Um, the, the only other worst way would have been a, would have been a distraction roll up. Um, Billy Gunn dwarfed both these guys. Um, they weren't coming off as killers. So they weren't, they weren't redeemed at all. I don't think by the win. I mean, it was, it was a good win, but it wasn't a strong win necessarily. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. Yes. Uh, I want to comment. Uh, Matthew on Twitter says, pretty sure The Rock knows who Reigns is since they are cousins. Probably did not expect the reaction for other reasons. I know he knows who Reigns is. I think he was saying, or that what I meant to say is that he might have thought that Reigns was already the big superstar. Like, he was not expecting Reigns to get booed. He was expecting Reigns to get a great reaction. And you're right. He didn't expect Reigns to get booed like that. Right. I, I wasn't saying you didn't know who he was just to clear that up in case it came across that way. Uh, we do have open lines two six zero four nine four three eight one one, or let's say things on Skype. If you're calling through Skype, I believe you have to uh, search for us as a contact at us. We'll accept it. And then you can give a call in, but uh, yeah, let's say things is the contact, not shake them. Ropes. Sorry, not shake them ropes. Let's say thing. I got to change that. I okay. find a way to, I don't know why that is too. Well, I'm I'm trying to help out the drunks. L E T S S A Y T H I N G S or give us a call 260-484-49. I'm just screwing everything up right now. 494-3811. Um we're taking calls on the Royal Rumble. A lot of people listening on the live stream, which is awesome. Thank you for joining us. Shake them ropes. You can catch all our past shows. You can catch the future shows too. We come here every week on Tuesday and you can subscribe to us on iTunes for free and download the show as soon as they are available. Uh, Let's go ahead, Jeff, and run through this card one by one so we hit every point, shall we? Okay. All right. The pre-show match, which was originally scheduled as a trios, was changed to a tag team match. I guess guess, uh, Xavier couldn't go with the foot. Yep, we had uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, Team Kta, because A was team, missing. Team Cat? Team, oh, well. yeah, A was missing. A wasn't in the match, so we had Team Kta, Team mm. CT Scan, against Kofi and Big E of the New Day in a match where I, I did not expect the New Day to lose this by any means. We all predicted the New Day to win. It was a fine match. The people were really into Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. And that is who won. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. Good for them getting wins on television. Does nothing for the new day. I uh, got to give a shout out to uh Twitter user. Uh, how do you say this? Rendow Gerd, R-E-N-D-O-W-G-I-R-D, who followed me today. Um, she was the designer of the uh, of the Brass Ring Club shirt. Okay. Uh, which Cesaro was wearing, which was pretty sweet. The Bullet Club knockoff with the, the roses and the cat. The Brass Ring Club. Yeah, uh, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd are wearing fan-made shirts. For the last several weeks, they have been wearing mm-hmm. different fan-made shirts because, go figure, they don't have shirts of their own. They can't yeah. wear their own shirts. They've been wearing fan-made shirts. Awesome. Awesome. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the embracing of the fans. I do. Cesaro was big time over in Philly. Yes. They were really cheering these guys to win, and they got rewarded for it because yeah. we had, you had Big E during the match. 
you know, doing this spot where he's big, you know, he's big sweaty dude. So he's wiping his head off. Mm -hmm. The cynical part of me thinks that that win was he, they thought that was going to be enough to quell the crowd. Oh God, no, 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 not so much. Uh, We then of course had the Ascension new age outlaws. It was a match. It was not bad by any means. It was just a perfectly fine new age outlaws match. Mm -hmm. As Warren notes, the Ascension were good enough, if you will, for lack of a better term, good enough to get Billy Gunn a you still got it chant from these Philadelphia fans. Imagine that the Philadelphia crowd was chanting positively for William H. Gunn. I'm I'm sorry, but Billy Gunn is six foot four, at least 275. I mean, he's a big dude. If you ever forgot how big Billy Gunn was, put him next to Connor and you see how big Billy Gunn is. Exactly. And it was just a bad move on their part. The Ascension hit their fall of man. They get the win here in this match. And yeah, they're being put over. I mean, the gimmick is that they're this tough tag team. It's who they are. They're going to keep squashing geeks. They're going to beat these older teams while we head into WrestleMania. And I'm doubling down on my prediction that we're going to get the Dudleys against the Ascension at WrestleMania. Doubling down, Jeff. Mm, doubling down that's that's a hot take i don't think we will i don't think i think bubba was in for the one shot i don't think he's in good enough with triple h and after all the things that have been said about the two between each other i just don't see it oh sure uh the usos and the mizzes uh the buddy i was watching the show with a couple of buddies here one who's a pro wrestling fan one who is not a pro wrestling fan um where are they now are they did you leave them to do this show they're gone uh, they couldn't stand it after the show. Both of them. Really? I, originally, before the serious? show, I was going to have both of them were going to sit in and give opinions every once oh, in a while right. on the show. Both of them were. Neither <laughs> one wanted to do it. One wanted to just get the hell out of here. <laughs> and the non-fan is like, yeah, it was all right, I guess. And that was okay. his hot take. Mm. So they, they didn't stay. But the Usos get the uh, get the win in this. Another average tag team match. Uh, some of you might have been expecting the Miz turn with the uh, Sandow here. Didn't happen. It's on to fight another day. It's coming. Miz, you got to no catch the guy if he's flying out at you. This guy never wants to catch anyone. Jeez. This Miz I, I, is afraid of I, catching people. I defend the Miz to death. Don't almost catch a single fault because he's a no. nice guy. He will run right away. But he he does. It's like Arthur from the tick. Not in the face. Not in the face. He just runs right away. He can't help it. He's afraid of flying people coming at him. And you know what? I don't blame him, but that's kind of your job, dude. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of your job. You have to catch these guys. But what am I going to say? You know, it's the Miz. My God, too. I mean, I know we noticed it last week on the show, but this Damian Mizdow doesn't I mean, he hasn't seen the sun in six months. He's, he's white. Great. He's, he's so great. He's, he's Paige now. He's so good. Oh, sh- yeah. Speaking of Paige. <laughs> mm. Paige and Natalia against the Bellas. Natty uh, confuses me on every level. Really? Did, what Just did she do the in this? way they book her. They, they, they brought her out as a heel with Team Cat. They bring her out as a face on this show. They, <laughs> It's, you know, her look is... Interesting, I think. I don't know what it is that I'm seeing that's different, but uh, maybe she's dropped weight or something. Um, she's dressing to show off more of her body. I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I just... They don't know what to do with her. No, they don't, but they got this friendship going with Paige and Natalia. Whatever they're doing on Total Divas, I mean, I predicted because Nikki was the 
Divas champion you predicted because Nikki was the Divas champion. Todd had this one called. Uh, the Bellas were underdogs for those sites that take betting all week long before the Royal Rumble. The Bellas mm-hmm. were the underdogs the entire time until a couple of hours before the show. But the Bellas indeed get the win here in another average Divas tag team match. I mean, we were getting a lot of average matches here, but because of what comes next in the world title affair, that's all I can ask for. It was yeah, not. Get, it was not I mean, the worst undercard. It was, I, it I was not. It was not bad. I, I yeah. liked some of the double team spots in there. I thought Bree and Nikki worked really well together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and and nothing special, but the li- the lime green's interesting. I, I I actually popped for the Bree mode. Uh, scream from Bree. She's just screaming Bree mode. She goes. Bree mode. Well, the camera wasn't even on her the whole time, so you're just hearing Bree mode scream. <laughs> you know, and then you're the camera's on. Oh. I think Natalia on the outside or someone. Yeah, it was it was comedy. What are you gonna do? But all these matches, these four were all done an hour into the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. to give you plenty of time. I thought they were for sure going to add another match the way this was going because we had two hours the world like title it. match in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But no, next we got the world title match let's get into this one jeff god i love i love this match hose me off i I loved loved it oh i want to take this thing home and marry it i liked it better than bray and daniel bryan from last year's rumble obviously it had more significance more importance brock lesnar was a killer during this entire thing Mm, i love him and seth give me one-on-one with that give me that brock and seth that would be a fun match all day long I just don't think we're, I just don't think we're ever going to get it. One of Germans, the, German suplexes, all about it. Even even the dumb comedy spots I popped for, like the, the like the double st or the double attitude adjustment on mm. security, and then also the double German on security. Oh, my uh, my buddy Sean is listening to our live show. Oh, this is the one who was here and decided to leave. He tweets us, I left after the pay-per-view because there was really nothing to discuss. One great match surrounded by a bunch of splattered shit. I I don't disagree. That was his comment. Uh, we go to the phone lines once more before we start talking really in depth about this world title and Royal Rumble match. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a caller, the 937 area code. 937, your name and where are you calling from? Uh, it's uh, Dante. Hi, Dante. Hi, oh. Dante. Hey. How are you uh, this I'm evening? Actually- uh, I'm fine. I'm actually calling from Texas, but I'm still on like my same phone plan, so I haven't changed my number. So where are you right now? Where are you right now? This I'm in moment? Uh, San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. Did you go to? Uh, was it a house show they had there a couple of weeks ago? Did you go? No, I didn't go to the house show. They had a RAW here, um, like in November or October. The onto that. Hmm. Just San Antonio, Texas, getting all the WWE <laughs> shows. On Rob, get to his thoughts. Yeah. Your thoughts what are you on the thinking, Royal what are you Rumble, thinking, Dante? Yeah, what am I thinking? What are you yeah. thinking after this show? What do you? Th- I mean, you're you're calling into you our call show. In. Obviously, you have some hot takes, and I want to get to your hot takes. Yeah, I mean, I've got a series of hot takes. I mean, I thought, like, I think the Royal Rumble is generally like the most consistent pay per view that the WWE puts on, <laughs> and I think it might have this might have been like legit the worst one. They, they got as you. Far as, Wow. <laughs> they they found like, they found the year to do it. We're gonna bring in some consistency. We had the caller earlier mention how where was Pat Patterson in this, and he's he's too busy in the seas in Florida. Today's his birthday. Going rafting with Finn Balor and Sami Zayn. Yeah, and, clearly. Like I thought they had the Royal Rumble was like it, it's like that one 
event where you can kind of almost test ideas. And sure. they did nothing cool. Like they had no NXT right. participants. Like I, I thought I was a little worried as soon as I saw like entrance one and two. But I was like, okay, maybe they're gonna like change these guys up and give them like a real push. Maybe Earth Truth is gonna do something, something different. But no, like <laughs> Luke Harper gets out early. He was an Intercontinental Champion like two months ago. Yeah, he gets knocked out early. The whole Wyatt family reunion was just awkward. Um, Bray Wyatt is probably the only guy that came out of this positively. He looked like a legitimate threat again. Bray Wyatt looked like a star. That's going to be a very undersold. Go ahead. He looked like a real threat. And Mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to be like under talked about because of how bad the pay-per-view ended up being. But he was, I thought he was really good. And I thought Rusev was really good up until the end. Sure. I thought both of those guys had real heat, and I thought, like, okay, you know, they're building, they're building two heels, which they desperately need. Um, yeah, I would even dare say because I, as we know, I'm a huge Rusev fan. I think Rusev has huge potential, but Bray Wyatt right. was the undersold star of this match. Yeah, for sure. I think he, I think he ended up being the Iron Man too, because I think he didn't he last the longest. He may, for the most part. he may have, he may have lasted the longest actually. I know he lasted over over forty minutes. We'll so see all these. Uh, definitely put in work. We'll see all these um, stat guys as they slowly fill in. If you go to the Wikipedia page for the 2015 Royal Rumble, you can see the people working for the match and lengths of how long everyone was in. <laughs> They're slowly filling in, starting with, of course, Titus O'Neil at four seconds, and Curtis Axel, by the way, who hasn't been eliminated yet. <laughs> I just saw never that. actually got eliminated. Never got into the match. <laughs> Curtis just, Axel just tweeted. Curtis Axel, come on now. Get in there. Where you were know, you? You know what that what? reminded me of was uh, in the 2004 Royal Rumble when um, Mick Foley, he knocks out Test so that he can get in there and fight Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I thought it would have made more oh, sense. Sorry. If, if, I thought it would have made more sense if uh, Eric Rowan had like taken him out backstage and then they're like, we need an intern because Curtis Axel can't, can't compete. But having him actually walk out there and then get – take a couple blows and like why didn't he just get up and get in the ring yeah uh yeah. curtis axel tweeted the people know you all saw it trending worldwide during whole royal rumble i want my wrestlemania match <laughs> he, he should totally get uh what's the next pay-per-view like elimination chamber or something uh, the uh, next pay- lane the next pay-per-view that he will be on if he's lucky nxt nxt takeover on february Damn. 11th um man I- Going going to caller's note, I thought uh, I thought Eric Rowan was going to be the bunny. I did. I <laughs> thought he was. Gonna, I thought funny. I thought that's how they were going to do it. I thought they were going to have him be the bunny. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I thought that they were going to do was um, I thought that they would have um, I thought they would have Rusev um be eliminated by like multiple people, mm. so that he stays like he gets like what. He got like six eliminations. Then you have him um, eliminated by like multiple people, including whoever you want him to feud with at WrestleMania. Um, and then you have him win that way. But the 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 finish, I guess, the finish is what I really had a problem with. On top of all the other problems, is because the whole point of a heel leaving the ring is so that he can get a breather. So when you come back in after Reigns has taken a double choke slam. You should be able to beat him. The Rock had left the ring already. He took one spear, and that was it. That, 
Well, the, thi- the thing momentum. is, it was Rusev, your big monster heel, and they wanted to put Roman over and eliminate your big monster heel at the end. So let him like, so let him sprint for like a few minutes. I didn't, I didn't really understand. Like he misses a clothesline and he eats a spear, and then that's it. After he, oh. he was the fresher, the fresher participant. You get it, you get it. So you can fool the people like me, who as soon as Rusev comes in, is thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe they are going to throw a curveball at us, and Rusev is going to win this match. You got Brock as the champion. People are talking Brock versus Rusev. It could happen. Yeah, yeah and you know what? That would have made sense as far as continuity, because you remember when uh, Brock hijacked that Rusev promo at ah, Royal Royal oh, New York? Belie- believe me, I do. <laughs> Still upset uh, about that one. But no, oh, they didn't yeah. interplay that at all. Is uh, Adding to my frustration of that segment with The Rock and Rusev, because you're not going to yeah. get anything from that. Nope. Anything. Right. They could have they could have done something with that because they I think on Twitter they had Lana making dab the rock being in Philly so I could I could have easily have seen uh what is it um Big Show and Big Show and Kane get eliminated they come back in those two and Rusev just start jumping uh, Roman Reigns sure. rock and then in, eliminates yeah. Rusev sure and then you you set that up for Mania that'd have been fine a lot of possibilities. Mm-hmm. They, they just didn't do any of the possibilities. Now, we'll, yeah. we'll see where we get into Mania. Dante, I want to thank you for, uh, for calling in with your thoughts all the way from Texas, super thank far you, away from us, too. <laughs> all righty. Man, there's just not... No one has called in saying that they enjoyed the show yet, except for one person who was the tag team aficionado. I think I enjoyed... I mean, the triple threat might be enough to triple threat. thumbs up for me. I tell you what. The triple threat's fine enough for me because if there's another thing we learned from last week or from last year at the Royal Rumble is if the crowd really stays, you know, resolved to try and fix things, who knows what can happen over the next month? I don't think we're in a million years this time getting any adjustment to what their plans are as far as Daniel Bryan goes, mm-hmm. but there's still time. Who knows what Daniel Bryan's going to do? Daniel Bryan could have a big match with like a Rusev. And win, and it could be a cool moment. You never know. But if there's one thing we take from last year, you're disappointed during the show, yes. But there's still time. You don't know what's going to happen yet. And the triple threat match, again, for me, we'll talk about it next, but that was great. Go ahead. I think Reigns is going over Brock. I think that was the plan. And I I, I called that a while ago. Um, He's going to beat the guy who beat The Undertaker, and that's going to make him. That's their thinking. This was the plan. This is yep. what we talked about. We've talked mm-hmm. about this for weeks on the show. For it's almost every, a year we've talked about this. We, and recently we were thinking, okay, what are they going to change here with the circumstances? What's going to happen now? We were saying for weeks, Jeff, that we could, we could go ahead of the Royal Rumble, get into February, and everything is exactly how we thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Nothing was adjusted. These are all the matches we expected to happen, and they're going to happen. I need to say this. Seth Rollins was awesome tonight. Seth Just Rollins. Just absolutely awesome. This triple My, threat. You oh. have Brock Lesnar going insane with with uh, belly-to-back suplexes all over the place. X-Pac. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call him belly-to-backs. Sean Waltman. Because a German is when you hold on and bridge. It's a belly-to-back if you don't bridge. Sean Waltman was getting all antsy on Twitter about how you mm-hmm. can't call it a German if they don't bridge. So I'm, could, I won't do it. You could have left it as he's getting antsy on Twitter. He's getting antsy on Twitter. I thought X-Pac might have been in this rumble, by the way. Man, I was thinking that. Poor Alex Riley. 
We'll get to we'll get to the Rumble match. We'll get to the Rumble match. But this triple threat match, you have yeah. Brock going crazy. You have Seth Rollins just bouncing around, going nuts, and you have the big spot in the match. First of all, this Philly crowd huge behind Seth Rollins. ROH guy. That should have well. That should have been your clue right there with Roman. Mm-hmm. Should have been your clue right there. What's Agreed. going to happen? They're cheering for Seth Rollins to win this match. He was the biggest over babyface in this match. Give it to me. Keep going. Seth Rollins. Late in the match. The move that no one in WWE has seen yet on WWE TV. Oh, the Phoenix Splash. Hose me. Loved it. He's, love, he's, looking, love, 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 he's love. looking at the downed John Cena. He's looking at the corner. Everyone in this house is popping like crazy. At least the buddy who knows his Ring of Honor stuff. We're expecting this Phoenix Splash. He hits it. Eh, he kind of hits it. He missed it a little bit. And then Brock Lesnar. You don't give the time... For anyone to breathe, which is perfectly fine. Immediately after this Phoenix splash, the crowd's going nuts. Seth Rollins is super over. Mm-hmm. You have Brock Lesnar come back from what it was apparently Cole was trying to sell us as a broken rib. Mm. That was some. That That's was, one questionable thing I had was giving Brock that kind of stretcher. They gave him the stretcher moves. job. Well, yeah, especially if they end up doing Brock and Reigns. This was he's a total babyface-making move. He's a monster heel, and you're giving him that is just well, odd to me. This entire match was seemingly making Brock Lesnar even more of a babyface coming off of his Raw thing. I agree. But then they ended it with nothing, really. I mean, Brock could be a babyface tomorrow. But the, if you're going to do Brock and Roman Reigns, this crowd, I don't know if it's going to go right into Mania. If the Mania crowd being a bunch of foreigners and really hardcore wrestling fans. I mean, can you imagine a reaction for Brock and Roman, especially if everyone thinks Brock is leaving? This is Goldberg and Brock Lesnar at Mania 20 all over again in the making. Uh, I think they're going to do the spot where Brock turn or Paulie something. They, they'll, they'll get Brock over as a face. To face Maybe Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? No, after the match. Not, not, not during, the, during the course of the match. They'll get him as a face. They'll turn him. There's still a lot. Roman, to- Roman will still win, and Brock will raise his hand. Yeah. Yeah, Brock Lesnar winning this match. All three men. Amazing in this match. John Cena Roll- doesn't take Rollins, the pinfall. Rollins did that uh, flying elbow onto the table there yeah. better than HBK or Shane McMahon ever did. Flying he elbow? Had, he, had, he has more ups. He got, he, yeah. he got there. Both. Selling it like crazy. You have the stretcher job come out for Brock Lesnar taking that. You have Michael Cole trying to sell us that the doctors told him that Lesnar was diagnosed with a broken rib. Mm. So super Brock Lesnar comes back from a broken rib, which was apparently easily diagnosed for having no visible signs on the outside. But uh, yeah, this was a hell of a match. People were popping like crazy. If you end the show here, have have the rumble happen. Have Roman Reigns win. That's fine. End the show with Brock Lesnar walking out as the champion. Mm-hmm. And it's a positive ending. But they were afraid that Brock Lesnar's the heel. He's winning. We can't send the crowd home on a downer. Brock Lesnar to them was sending the crowd home on a downer. Roman Reigns, however, the crowd's going to go ape shit for The Rock and Roman Reigns. You know what? This crowd may have, may, may have turned if they had done a stare down between Reigns and Lesnar. At the end of the show. Maybe. If they did something in front of the crowd. But yeah, yeah, it doesn't work when Brock Lesnar's in the backstage area. 
No, no, no. But I meant, I meant, I meant. You know, you do the same order. You have, you have Roman Reigns. You you have Roman Reigns win the Rumble, and then you put on the Triple Threat, and then you have Reigns come out after the Triple Threat. Yeah, yeah. That it's, that, that might have done something. So I now think. we have Lesnar presumably going with Roman Reigns. We have John Cena with no direction. Hmm. Well, uh, we may we may still get Brock and Sting. I I think we can end that one. I hope so. I think we can end Brock and Sting. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, John Cena, I would imagine, goes with Rusev, like has been rumored, and I can see an angle for that. I can Um, as well. The question for Seth Rollins is, and I can't believe I'm saying this, (laughs) at Malenko Hottie on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's going to be my one thing for Twitter that I've ever created. (laughs) At Malenko Hottie. You're asks, a great man, Malenko Hadi. You are a great, great man. Who do you guys think Rollins is going to feud with now heading into Mania? And one guy that we did not see tonight, Randy Keith Orton. I believe you are correct. I think that's your plan. Seth Rollins, Randy Orton. When the hell is Seth Rollins going to cash in this briefcase? He's going to hold it until the next Money in the Bank, isn't he? There's no time right now. Or I he think can- he, ca- he may cash it in. He's going to cash in and fail, I hey, think. This could be the first time we get it at WrestleMania. Well, I mean, if you don't want to put RKO against this, him, this you can always be... have him, you can always have him cash in at Fastlane and have Ambrose ruin the cash in as he said he was going to do could, all along. You could do that. Well, <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if they actually have Dean Ambrose keep ruining Seth Rollins' cash ins? Because mm-hmm. one, that would make sense. Dean Ambrose yeah. ruining his cash ins. It's just not going to happen. That has been Forgotten. It's no a, longer a thing. I got a big fear. At Malenko Hottie on Twitter. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> it was your search term. It was. Um, I my concern is they're gonna blow off Brian and and Wyatt at Fastlane. And they're gonna go again with Wyatt Undertaker, and they're gonna stick Brian and Sheamus. If Undertaker comes back, I guess you could do that at Fastlane. I or think that's they, happening. They I think Brian is Brian is not in their main event plans. Kids. Absolutely, he's not. In, I mean, he's in the potential pre-show match of WrestleMania plans. God, he literally—he's like, really in like the, the pre-show plans. If they do Sheamus and Daniel Bryan again for the third time on a WrestleMania and for the second on a pre-show, can you imagine? We might be seeing Daniel Bryan in PWS with Justin Gabriel next month. Was it Guerrero or Benoit really. that this thing happened to the the year after that big main event, and then the next year they are basically the curtain jerker yeah, or the sure. show for the next. Oh my god! I I just that's just at uh, uh, at underscore cool. Matthew Stewart. First of all, get rid of the underscore people. People wow. still have underscores. Thank Can't you, Matthew, it. for writing in. No, go ahead. Bearing, hey, I'm bearing the underscore, not Matthew. Maybe there's a reason. I just don't get the underscore. But at underscore Matthew Stewart on Twitter says they did a pull apart with Rusev and Cena on the post show. Not sure if you saw. We did not see. Oh, are you fucking kidding? Sorry. Are you kidding me? And that, I guess, tells us what we need to know. Rusev and John Cena. Oh, dear God. They think this is Rock Cena again, where you're going to have two groups of people. Oh, half the crowd's going to root for this guy. Half the crowd's going to root for that guy. It's just, we're encouraging team unity, blah, blah, blah. I can I can hear the justification in the back of my head, and I'm yelling at Stephanie McMahon, you're a moron. Can you imagine? I, I say this a lot. Can you imagine? Obviously, we can imagine anything. We do. Rusev. Imagine there's no Cena. First of all, 
oh, one, sorry. <laughs> if they do this match, oh. is it a United States Championship match? And two, do John Cena for not the world title is going to be the first guy to beat Rusev? No, I think you missed the point here. What point am I missing? They're going to set up Cena Reigns for WrestleMania. Cena's going to win at Fastlane. Wait, what? how did we get there? We No, we just saw Cena and Rusev. So you're thinking Cena and Rusev. You're, oh, no, you're calling no, for Cena, Cena and Rusev at oh, Fastlane. Cena and Rusev. I'm, I misread. I was thinking that you, they meant Reigns and Cena. No, Cena Rusev oh, was the pull apart on the network. That's even worse. Never mind. Yeah, that changes yeah, things. Ru- Ru- yeah, they're giving Cena the Rusev win. I can't believe that either. I can't That's- believe that too. They can't. They can't. Give Rusev the win, everybody. They're, they're two guys you beat to make a new star. Brock and Rusev. Let's finish make off with new this. Stars. Uh, let's finish off with this Royal Rumble. First of all, yeah, triple threat match. Excellent. Watch Great. it. Watch it three to times me, and, and just sweat and, and curl right. in a fetal position at how good it is. This was another oh match. And it's completely different than the SummerSlam John Cena Brock Lesnar match because this was a great one now. And we can watch this. I, I'm pretty sure we can watch this a year from now. And it's still going to be excellent. But Oh, this, this is going to be on a list of best of a decade or whatnot. This is, this is such a great, great match, guys. At, at underscore Matthew Stewart, who is my favorite username. I love this username. I especially appreciate the underscore. Says, I have a common name and Twitter doesn't recycle old users. So I, uh, but uh, thanks, he says. So suck it, McCarran. No, I wasn't bashing Matthew. I appreciate that Matthew writes to us. I want, I that, just to be, curious. I want that to be a drop, by the I way. I was curious about the underscore. I, I was curious about why people use the underscores, but that makes complete sense. So I apologize, Matthew, and thank you for listening. You are a great man. But we have a caller on the line. Before we get to this Royal Rumble match and finish our uh, thoughts on this guy, 732 area code, your name, and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Zach. I'm calling from New Jersey. Our second Zach on the show. Zach, how are you tonight in New Jersey where it is almost Monday? Yeah, Winter storm. No storm. Yep. Yeah. Disappointed. Very disappointed. Disappointed Were you, in the show. Were you there live? The no. Way? Okay. Just like. But um, I have a question. Why didn't it? It's all about how the crowd hates John Cena. I don't understand why they didn't just put Roman Reigns up against him if they really wanted to make him into a babyface. Because wherever you put it opposite of John Cena, people cheer. Uh, because they, they, they'd have booed everybody. Yeah. They 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 were gonna they were gonna boo they were gonna boo Reigns no matter what because he's the guy that they're forcing down your throat and they're gonna boo Cena so I mean I don't think that cr- that crowd's not gonna turn either of those guys babyface they're gonna just crap on it. So do you think they're gonna, they're gonna go through this plan unlike last year where they finally uh, listen to the fans and changed? No, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Reigns Lesnar at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna they're gonna give him the win over the guy who beat the Undertaker, and that's gonna be a that's gonna be a statement win to them. So Reigns is gonna be another John Cena, the babyface who gets booed. Uh well, in certain cities, he's not booed everywhere. He's just booed in in those kind of those hip towns that think they're more clever than everybody. This is this is the weird yeah. thought too, because we Batista wasn't booed for the two weeks he was on TV before the Royal Rumble last year. It was after the Royal Rumble where this guy was taking Daniel Bryan's spot. And now you have Roman Reigns again, who's cheered in every city, but booed tonight at the Royal Rumble. That is an interesting dynamic. If crowds later on will start booing Roman because they took Daniel Bryan's spot, or if they just go back to cheering Roman like usual. 
Yeah, I think it's going to have like a carry-on effect, honestly. Because I, mean, I mean, like it just—it just honestly, I never had a problem with Roman Reigns, but once they eliminated Daniel Bryan, you just knew Roman Reigns was going to win, and it just—it literally just put a sour taste in my mouth. I was just like, like you're just force feeding me this guy. And it, yeah. once it got to the end, I literally just stopped watching because it was like, this is way too obvious. You're going to try to make him look strong. Like, ah, they're just pushing him on you way too hard. Well, that's, here, that's the here's the other thing. The other thing that really detracts from Roman Reigns is that he was in a an, in a faction or a stable with two guys that people in the internet and and fans loved a lot more. Yeah. And I think that's still I still I think that still hampers him in some ways. That they picked him to be the guy over either Ambrose or even, you know, to some extent Rollins. I mean, Rollins, I think Rollins has outkicked his coverage, quite frankly. I think he's just fantastic. He's and, off. and nobody yeah. ever, nobody expected that until he started doing somersaults over the top rope onto the floor. Right. Nobody expected that. And, 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 and you know, and you're right. There, there's that. There's that. You're not going to tell me who the star is. I'm going to tell you who the star is. And it's gonna, it's gonna be consistent up until WrestleMania. And I don't think they're going to change it this time. No. Okay, well, on that note, um, I want to say you guys have a great show, and I think uh, Bray Wyatt's definitely going to be a future star. I like, I like the push they gave him. That's something I think that's, uh, that's good that came out of the Rumble. But yeah. uh, great show, guys, and uh, keep up the good work. Seriously. Thank you so much, Zach. Thanks, Zach. I tell you what, that's that's some thought I had, too, is Bray Wyatt. I mean, you could— I, I for one, loved that Wyatt family— well, that, let's, let's talk about this Royal Rumble and finish up the show with the Royal Rumble. Thanks, everybody, for uh, calling in. We we had a great time with the calls, and I, I can't believe how many we had, so that was awesome. Um, and I apologize for my video not working in case you actually watched that's that. Right. So. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll figure out a, a way next time. But this Royal Rumble match, we had some surprises coming back, some that we could have expected, some that were you know, decent. Uh, we had diamond Dallas page coming back. Of course, Bubba Ray Dudley was a surprise. Here's my diamond Dallas page, uh, story. Diamond Dallas page is current has, has the past couple days been in Utah plugging the, uh, the Jake, the snake documentary. Cause I have friends who are plugging a film at, uh, it's called slam dance. It's a little indie film festival that runs kind of simultaneous to Sundance to, you know, get a lot of the pub there and whatnot. And so all my friends are taking selfies with diamond Dallas page like sure. yesterday. And so I tweet about DDP and the rubble. And one of my friends who's working on this film is called blood sucking bastards. Go see it when it comes out. Um, <laughs> right. That's impossible. He's here in Utah and he's drunk and he's just yelling at me for like five minutes straight about how it's impossible that DDP is in the Royal Rumble to the point where I almost questioned where <laughs> DDP was in the Rumble. Yeah. DDP out there, 58 years old. Good for him. I like him as a human being. I know he's a total shill and a complete mark for himself, but I love him. Hey, sure. I, I think this is one of those rumbles where, I don't know, you had no Sheamus, you had no Randy Orton. There were actually guys who probably should have been in the match, maybe. Yeah. Maybe Randy Orton, not so much. If Randy Orton's not going to win this match, you know what? I'm fine with him staying out of it. I really am. Do they premiere him tomorrow, you think, on the Raw? I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if you save him for the... Maybe that's your big surprise for this free month of February. Breaking news, by the way, the WWE Network is going to be free in February for new subscribers. News that I had uh, broken over the last week. But maybe that's your big surprise. You had Sting the last time they did this. Maybe Mm -hmm. you save Randy Orton for a return during February. I don't know. But you know what? I'm fine with him not being in this match. It's just DDP was a weird one to me. But he was coming out there hitting diamond cutters all over the place. I'm sure there was some little kid in the crowd asking his dad why this guy or this old guy was hitting RKOs on everyone. 
But Bubba Ray was a bit uh, of a of a. It was odd because he was so he was such an important part, at least in terms of my viewing of TNA. Because I thought he was really good as a solo okay, guy. Okay, well, hold on, everyone, calling for the return of Bully Ray. First of all, yeah, he was Bully Ray for the last couple of years. Sorry, think, you think WWE gives a shit no. about what TNA no. does? One, no, no I, I don't. They're I in don't, Philadelphia. His Philadelphia yeah, I, gimmick. Look, he's the ECW guy that they Dudley. brought in, and I'll take look. I'll t- look. I'll take him over Rob Van Dam or right. Sabu or Absolutely. Tommy Effing Dreamer or Rhino Absolutely. or any of the guys or any of the guys we've seen retread three million times in both TNA and WWE when they do these. You know, I, I would I'd much rather have La Parka as your ECW guy, but that ain't gonna happen. So right. sure, <laughs> right, sure, Bubba Ray. Um, no, there were, you know, there were people and, out and there doing, and doing the doing the, doing the nostalgia spots right. with our truth. <laughs> oh, the breakup of awesome truth. Let's mourn that for that. Let's okay. No. Um, <laughs> but hold on, hold but, on a second. There were people on Twitter. There were some that were saying he shouldn't be Bubba Ray. He should be Bully Ray. And then there were others that were saying I'm disappointed a little that he's not Bully Ray. That part I understand. If you're disappointed, he's not, he's not staying. So right. there's no need to make hey, him a new guy. If my prediction comes true. He's staying, but. I I'm fine with if you're disappointed that it wasn't uh Bully Ray, that's fine. I have no problems with that. But if you were mad that it wasn't Bully Ray and you were saying it should have been Bully Ray, who cares? It's the same guy coming out there. Who cares what his name is? He was Bully Ray in that match. Um we'll we'll take our last call of the night. Our good buddy Damien, the Dames on Twitter, is calling in with I'm sure praise and nothing but the Funko 2015. Pop questions. That's what he has. <laughs> Dames, how's the Royal doing, Rumble guys? for you? Hi, Damien. Oh, I just hey, how you doing, guys? I just got home. I was watching it with a couple of buddies. Uh, disappointment all around. Oh yeah. Uh, wow. As soon as as soon as Daniel Bryan got eliminated, we pretty much knew that they were staying the course, and uh, that was probably the worst Final Four I've ever seen. Mm. Um, just the way those eliminations happened with Kane and the big show, it was obvious that Roman Reigns was going to throw them both over the top at the same time. I did completely forget about Rusev until they were chanting for him. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I mean, Rusev Brock isn't really going to light the world on fire. So I knew where they were going, but it was just overall disappointing tonight. Now the, the whole theme of the last week in sports has been deflate. And this, this was deflating. For the Royal Rumble is Daniel Bryan leaving that match, especially as early as he did, because it gave the crowd literally a half an hour to boo everybody, to make their voices heard, and to completely bury the rest of what was not the best, not the best Royal Rumble. I don't think there's anyone else that's going to disagree with that, um, unless you're just a WWE strict fan. And you don't maybe you, not to say don't know any better, but this is what you're used to. It was not one of the best Royal Rumbles of the last five years. Maybe people are out there calling it one of the worst of all time, and that's fine. That's fair right now. Maybe your views will change when you rewatch this months or years from now. But yeah, that's an overall appearing. It's just disappointment. Disappointment that WWE didn't listen to anybody. Disappointment that Daniel Bryan lasted as shortly as he did. Just disappointment is the one word you could use to describe the show. But let me ask you this, Dames. If the triple threat match had ended the show. You had Roman Reigns and everything with The Rock happen, and then the triple threat match with Brock winning. Does that change your overall thoughts coming out of the Royal Rumble? Um, not necessarily. Uh, the actual Royal Rumble match, I felt, lacked a, lump, uh, lacked a number of uh, signature spots that usually everyone has every year where, where you know you didn't have a, a really interesting Kofi spot this year. I figured you would have 
something to do with Miz and Mizdow that was more than what they did. I figured that they would have something where, obviously the the uh, obvious one where where Miz gets thrown out and then Mizdow tries Mizdow throws himself out. That didn't happen obviously because Miz uh, got eliminated too early. But I figured yeah. that you would have something happen where. Uh, Ms. Dow and Ms. were in the ring together at some point, and I just felt like that didn't get almost any any traction tonight the way they did it tonight. Um, aside from that, uh, if, if they had done the main event last, I think there would have been uh, a little bit more intrigue as to if you're going to put Roman against Brock or Roman against Seth. Um, there might have been a little bit more intrigue in terms of a possible cash-in at the end. But right. I don't know. I just... Mm-hmm. That 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 triple threat match was great, easily the highlight of the show. But that rumble match just really deflated me. Right. Yeah, it's hard to say for sure because I just think that it, we're never going to know. But if they reverse those two matches in order, and it's not like we're without precedent, they've done the world title matches last before. If they would have just switched these two, I think it's a completely different outcome that people are coming away with on the show. Yeah, I would agree. And what did anybody uh, hear about Orton? I heard that he was supposed to come back tonight, but it didn't happen. Keeps getting pushed back. Keeps getting pushed back. And and the theory that I have, at least thinking about it right now, is that they'll save it for the free month in February, that it'll be a big deal to end Fastlane, and that'll get your hype up okay. going to WrestleMania. I, I think they just kept him out of the Rumble because they didn't want him to lose. He very well could show up tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Um, any any thoughts on uh, the fact that the uh, <laughs> the Rock came out at the end and didn't worry about Rusev whatsoever? I mean, it seemed like he pretty much forgot about him as well. Well, in the Rock's view, he punked out Rusev and it was over. The only one that thinks this is something is Rusev and Lana. In mm-hmm. if this were real, Rusev and Lana are those two kids who were punked out and they think it's not over. The Rock doesn't care what Rusev thinks. It's over between them. And we're never going to see it, is the thing. We're never going to see The Rock and Rusev. I'll say that right now. I said it back then. We're never going to see Rock and Rusev. That segment on Raw meant nothing. I agree. There might be a comedy spot at WrestleMania. That might be it. Even if we get that, we'd be lucky to get something. I just don't think we're ever going to see anything with those two, or those three. Ever. All right. Damien, thank you so much. Go ahead with your final thought. Oh, my, my final thought, I just, I really wanted to see Brian and Brock. I'm disappointed that I won't get to see that matchup, but uh, I want to yeah. let you guys uh, uh, know I'll see you guys hopefully at WrestleMania and in Vegas, and uh, have a good night. All right, Damien, thank you so much for uh, joining as our final caller here on Shake Them Ropes number 62. But uh, You'll see me in Vegas, probably not for WrestleMania. Probably not for WrestleMania, but uh, I want to I talk about just one of the this final This Rumble things. match. Okay. We talk about the Rumble match, but we talk about, I mean, this was a big moment in this match. One where the crowd really sunk their teeth into it was the possible reunion of the Wyatt family. Mm. First of all, no one knew what to think with this. We had Luke Harper in there. We had Bray Wyatt in the match. Those two are waiting for the next entrant. The next entrant, I believe at number 10, I'm not sure. At number 10, maybe. That was Axel. Curtis Axel comes in. (laughs) It's taken out by Rowan. So at this point, you're thinking, okay, or at least I'm thinking. That Rowan is taking him out so he can get revenge on these two guys. He gets into the ring. There's this big stare down between all three of them. Luke Harper and Rowan are there. They face each other. Luke Harper has got the fingers in the shape of you know, your gun. bullet club symbol, your gun, whatever. Mm-hmm. Pointing it at Rowan. Crowd, does, crowd at this point, I think, is thinking these three are just going to go at it. And they're kind of mm-hmm. hyped for it. But then both of those guys turn on Bray Wyatt, look at him, and I'm thinking they're going to reteam these guys up. 
Was I alone in that Did thought? You? I thought I thought at that I... moment when both of them turned to Bray Wyatt, I'm thinking, okay, we have Harper and Rowan as a team now, and they're going to take out Bray Wyatt. No, that wasn't the moment I thought. I thought they were going to do the the. I thought the moment Rowan stormed off at, during the interview in uh, with Dolph and and uh, Ryback that it was going to be a reunion when he they brought him out after he jumped Axel. When he got in and Harper kind of pointed at him and then pointed at, at Wyatt, I thought the two were going to team, and then it turned out to be a swerve. Well, it was weird because, yeah, at, at very first, at very first, I thought, okay, maybe they're reuniting all three. God, this, I would have loved that. But then— I got to be honest with you. I would have loved a Wyatt family reunion. It might have been the time to at least team up Harper and Rowan again. So I think Harper and Rowan are coming out. And mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. And then they're looking towards Bray. And then all three of them are just fighting each other out of nowhere. Like, well, I, I don't know if they were trying well, to tease Harper, us in different Harper, directions. Harper, Harper and Wyatt beat up on Rowan. But they weren't, they weren't going to be a Harper. full-on team. Yeah. Um, Matthew on Twitter says, I thought so about Harper and Rowan, too, in that spot. You are not alone. And then he adds, you're welcome, because he's still a little uh, peeved at me for the underscore debacle. But what do as, you well he sh- as well he should be. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, if you have an underscore in your name, I appreciate it. God, I was, let me, I was watching the 92 Rumble before this, just the Rumble match. And just the, the amount, I mean, it is the, it is the perfect Royal Rumble because just everything about, you know, the booking, the, the commentary and everything, but the depth there and the people who knew their characters and everybody was seemingly a guy who could win it because it was for the title and it was important. This Rumble had, I mean, it didn't have the geekiest of geeks. God help us. It didn't have Hornswoggle and El Torito. Right. Or he's later. It had Titus O'Friggin. Zack Ryder, his big return tonight. Zack Ryder, the boogeyman. They booked the yeah. boogeyman for this match now, to do to do a Michael Cole joke on the air. Well, someone That's, had to fill Justin Gabriel's spot. Eater of Worlds versus the Eater of Worms. Yeah. That's the only reason they booked the... And he stole Finn Balor's entrance. How nice is that? Um, <laughs> no NXT know, guys. What do you think about no NXT guys showing up in the Rumble this year? I was worried they're going to put NXT guys in to get thrown out by Rusev. That was my big worry in the back of my head was that they're going to get a bunch of smaller guys in the Rumble at some well, run. Not a bunch. I'm thinking maybe a Sami Zayn shows up. Well, no, but I mean in general, like the smaller WWE guys, you know, you get your right. Sincaras, Sin your Kalistos, maybe your, uh, you know, your your El Matadores, or, or uh, no, I didn't say that right, Los Matadores. You know, those guys in, you know, your El Torito, your horns all to get thrown out by either Rusev or someone else so that they could, f- can you fly, Jimmy? Um, so that they would fly well and make Rusev look like a million bucks. And I thought Sami Zayn or Adrian Neville was going to be one of them. But at the end of the day, our winner. I'm happy they didn't. I'm more than effing relieved that they didn't. I'm happy as a clam. And I'm happy Bo Dallas wasn't in this piece of crap either. Our winner of the 2015 Royal Rumble. Was Roman Reigns? Believe that. As many had thought, they did the Roman Reigns. They tried three different times on that show to get him over with the crowd. All three failed miserably. The crowd was booing The Rock. I mean, -hmm. they were booing The Rock. My buddies couldn't believe this. The Rock, they're popping for him. This crowd was booing The Rock, and that's one of the the final thing we're seeing is this crowd crap all over Roman Reigns and The Rock. What are you going to? What are you going to do about the pay-per-view buys aren't going to go down because it's on the network. It's on the WWE network. There's going to be a lot. I'm sure tomorrow on raw 
that's going to give us maybe a clearer direction about what might happen, at least towards Fastlane, maybe towards WrestleMania. Uh, we're going to start seeing some builds. We'll find out what Lesnar does next. It's authority versus Ro- versus Roman to build up for for Brock because they, of- they think they're bigger heels. Yeah. They think they're big star heels, and they're not. And it's going to be you're going to see your girl Steph cutting promos on Roman. We're yeah, Daniel Bryan is an interesting one. I think a lot of our listeners, at least, are interested in where they go with Daniel Bryan because it's unsure. We could see him take on the returning Sheamus. We can see him take on Bray Wyatt. There's a couple of different ways you can go. Let's just hope he makes the uh, the actual real show and not the pre-show at WrestleMania 31. But there's a lot of different things. We're going to be back on Tuesday with our regular episode of Shake Them Ropes, uh, talking amongst everything. On the fallout of Raw and Royal Rumble, we're also going to break down the Christmas Star Wars match between Ric Flair and Kerry Von Erich in our continuing series at the Top 100 matches that you must see before you pass away. Looking uh, forward to that. I'm looking forward to talking NXT. We're going to talk some NXT. We're going to talk about... That was about, a good show. That was a yeah. good weekly show. Go watch NXT, kids. If, if, if the Rumble's giving you a bad taste, go watch NXT. <laughs> right. Uh, we're we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about on Tuesday's show. If you're listening now, especially if you're listening for the first time, you can find all our info at shakethemropes.com. Every weekly episode is posted at voicesofwrestling.com. There's a lot of good stuff out there at voicesofwrestling.com right now, too, including the complete best of 2014 mm-hmm. match of the year poll that you can go check out some really good wrestling from all over the world. So check that out. But shakethemropes.com will be back weekly. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, shakethemropes.com slash iTunes. We'll get you there. Uh, if you are listening and enjoy the show, we would love if you send us feedback at Shake Them Ropes and on iTunes. If you go and rate and review our show, that would be awesome. And you can check us out on YouTube as well. All the info is at ShakeThemRopes.com. We do have a YouTube show. No Jeff Hawkins on the YouTube version uh, of this week. Because, you can't see me lose my shit. <laughs> because we uh, we don't know how this is going to work, taking calls and him taking video. But we'll figure it out at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, this was a fun show. I thank everyone for calling in this week. There were a ton of calls. I didn't expect that many, so that was awesome. We had a lot more listeners on the live uh, stream this week, too. Uh, so this might be a thing we keep doing after pay-per-views or big shows, at least. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, we thank everyone for listening. Check us out on the podcast version at Shake Them Ropes and VoicesOfWrestling.com. For Rob McCarran, Jeff Hawkins, so long, everybody. Thank you for the calls. Yes, that was a RoboCop reference, and in hindsight, it's Can You Fly, Bobby? Thanks, Damien. Bye. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and in me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.